I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, making sure that this is clear. Uh, Matt Patricia hasn't been hired yet. Rumored to going to be, but people thought for as a linebacker coach, they named somebody else the linebacker coach, but there's still it's still out there that that could happen. And drawing the correlation to, <laughs> to Darius Slay. <laughs> Uh, is actually rather amusing if indeed it correlates with him wanting out of of Philadelphia. But you never know with these things whether or not they are uh, part of negotiations, of contract deals. Um, but Philly has granted him a right to seek a trade. Personally, not interested. Unless there's swings and misses elsewhere. Because if Darius Slay were on the Detroit Lions right here, right now, he would... Uh, he would help. There's no doubt he would help. He would, but you got to think about the resources that you go into that you'd be trading with Philadelphia to to acquire mm-hmm. Darius Slay. And I'm not sure how high that would be. It would it be a third round pick? Is it a fourth round pick that you would give up? Because um, you'd be taking on a lot of salary, and it's a rental. That's the thing. It's a rental. Free agency, you can control whatever you want to sign the players for. You want to go out and sign Bradbury to a three-year deal? Okay, well, that's two more than Slay. You want to do the same thing with Sutton? Again, you get more years. Players are younger. That makes sense. I like Darius Slay a lot, but I do think he is starting to crest. I think he's crested, and I think he's in the other. He's starting to go down the hill a little bit, but he's still playing at a very high level. It's like what we say about Bobby Wagner, what we say about uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey. It's kind of a similar situation. They're all playing at this high level, but... The more years you throw on a on a player's career, the more likely it is that that, that decline is going to become more steady and, and not incremental. So this new information that's coming out right now, according to Albert Breer, may have all three of us saying no thanks. And according to Albert Breer, Darius Slade did not ask for a trade per source. This is part of a negotiation. It's going to be interesting to see if the Eagles can work something out. So if Darius Slade wants a new deal and more years, I think all three of us say no thanks, no thanks. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, here's uh, Kendall Beck. Um, Evan found this. He's a reporter that covers the Eagles for, says here, he's not a reporter. He's a podcaster. Okay. But use Albert Breer, same thing. All right. Well, what this podcaster said, I'm told this has nothing to do with Matt Patricia and that the Eagles never even spoke to him. This development is from a financial standpoint. Many expected the Eagles to restructure Slay's contract, but it's appearing it appears he's willing to do so. Drew Rosenhaus takes great care of his clients. I would anticipate this ending in an unfortunate breakup. So take it for what it's worth. It's more fun to bring up the Patricia Angle. <laughs> it definitely is. 
Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Jimmy's on a cell and he's on ninety seven one. Hi, Jimmy. Hey guys, how you doing today? Okay. I think uh, you guys just alluded to it. I think if a, a good organization like the Eagles is trying to dump Darius Slay or, or, or not really willing to, to negotiate with him, it's a smart idea to not try to be the smart guy in the room and go scoop him up. I I feel like avoiding him at all costs would be smart, smarter. That that being said. I heard uh, Adam Thalen just was released, so <laughs> yeah. we have a need for, for a wide receiver. <laughs> I mean, he, he's coming off a 70-catch season. He's 32 years old. Um, you know, what would what he would the price? frustrated last year. Yeah, what would the price tag be? It, I mean, 13 yeah, and 4, yeah, think, and he looked frustrated. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but but he's, he's a good player. We need that kind of solid vet leadership, and we could use one more guy in the uh, on the wide receiver core that could kind of – Hold it down, buckle it down, and I, I think he'd come kind of cheap, being a little bit older. And, well, how uh, cheap? Towards the end of his career. What do you think is cheap? <laughs> uh, what, twelve, fifteen? That, that's, that's way not, too that's expensive. Too that's, that's, that's too expensive for me, right, Jimmy. For me, it would have to be like half the price of Chark. Whatever Chark yeah, is asking, yeah. I would want Thielen for four or five million. And if that, and if that, <laughs> that's is unrealistic. If that's unrealistic, yeah. so be it. <laughs> I'm just go somewhere else. Yep. Don't hate the player. No, and I it don't, like the player. I, I think I just, a, a much of what Jimmy said makes sense. It's how much of a need is that right now? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the list of priorities going into free agency in no particular order with a top three, mm-hmm. but those are the top three. Defensive tackle, linebacker, and corner. Would you agree? Uh, defensive tackle, linebacker, corner. Yeah, those are okay. <clears throat> right there. Yeah, Those sure. are the top three priorities. After that, in no particular order, mm-hmm. backup quarterback, wide receiver, offensive lineman. I mean, somewhere you're also putting in re-signing your own guys. The second tier free agent needs. Uh, yeah, I might put tight end in that category. It depends what they decide to do in the draft. I might, although I don't hate the guys they had there. Last I don't hate year. the guys they had there either. I'd rather. Go ahead and, and get a tight end in the draft. I would too, um, but like I said, it depends on what they. So I guess my point is, receiver is far down the list of priorities, and if you wait it out, you might find real bargains at the end of free agency where there, or you can always draft one. Yeah, but the, the advantage of of free agency is that you're getting a proven commodity. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Feedback to the Carson Anderson inbox regarding Michigan. Scott writes in Michigan has far superior talent to Rutgers, but they got beat by what I would call a tryhard team. I just can't shake the feeling that Juwan seems to coach different with Jet in the lineup. I mean, many people pointed out that they didn't win a game after Jet came back from injury, which I don't think that that's you know they know better than we do the inner workings that might need to get addressed there. Um, I heard on the morning show driving in, and I think it was Greg that brought up the uh, the point. I think there's a statistic that shows that they're a much better basketball team win-loss record when he shoots less than nine shots a game, Jed Howard. Yep. I thought earlier in the year he hunted shots, and by the end he wasn't. Um, but like that game at Indiana, for instance, he goes four of ten from three, which is more than acceptable. Uh, and they always were kind of – they didn't have that great three-point shooter. Um, so he's providing, you know, something that they needed. But, you know, the question is, is, you know, the defensive lapses. And this is this is where if I'm Juwan and I'm trying to convince players to stick around, 
there is potential. You said they didn't have that great three-point shooter. Bufkin's got potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, DUG has potential. Hmm. Um, they've got guys that you could see if they stayed for a couple more years, they could be deadly from outside. Yeah, well, we'll see who decides to stay and who's gone. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Marlon's on a cell and he's next. What's up, Marlon? Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing today? All right. Okay. Awesome. Uh, a couple things. I'll try to make it quick because I really want to get your thoughts on these things. I say no on Slay. Um, I think I'd rather go after a corner free agency after we resign our guys. If we can get Shark on a good deal, Williams on a good deal. I think my uh, free agency that no one's really talking about is obviously Bradbury or Dean the corners on my top of the list. Edmonds, that linebacker, would be great. Uh, my two sleeper ones, after even if we get a corner free agency, what do you guys think of Byron Murray from Arizona? Bring him in as like a slot corner, wouldn't cost you a lot. And also Schultz, the tight end from Dallas. I think those two guys would finish up the team nicely. And then in the draft, we go at six if we don't trade. Go uh, B. Stamansky, the offensive lineman and the defensive tackle from Baylor. Sorotsky? Sorotsky, excuse me. Or if Carter's there at six, you take him and you take uh, Osiris, that guard, in the first two picks. I'm not sure you can do everything you want to do in free agency under the salary cap. Uh, I'm going to guess that Schultz is going to be way too expensive. Uh, Murphy isn't a bad selection. I wouldn't wouldn't hate that. Um, I think think you, you... you were over budget in free agency, but Skaronsky, I mean, he's a guard tackle. Again, that to me is backed into a corner. The players you really wanted are gone, and he's rated way above everybody else that's on the board at that point. He could fall into that blue chip category yeah. where the Lions rank Bryce Young, Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, and Pete Skaronsky is the four best players in this draft, and then a gap. And Young, Carter, and Anderson are gone, and you're sitting there at six going, do we reach for a player, or do we just take the best player available? Could it be Skaronsky? It could. I'm guessing it's not, only because it seems to be there's debate on who the best tackle is in this draft. There is, but so, right, I, I hear you. I wouldn't have him in that category. Personally. He's got versatility, which is something, of course, the Lions covet, which every team should covet. If you got a guy who play guard and tackle mm-hmm. and do it at a high level, that's huge. I'd be surprised if they went with Skronsky like you would, but as you said, that's, everything's that's about what the evaluation of, of what Brad Holmes thinks. Yep. Um, and are there different tiers? Like you're picking at six. I don't know. I have a hard time thinking that they would pull the trigger on that at six. If they were to trade back, maybe that's something that they could think about. But I would imagine if they're trading back, it's because they think that they can definitely still get one of those top two or three defensive backs. He mentioned a sleeper. Um, I got a sleeper in-house guy that is not – he's not really a sleeper, but I think it might be a situation where I'd almost pay this guy whatever he wants within reason. I'll get to that today at 11.05. Kang has a draft hunch, and you've got a free agent sleeper. So we've all we got, we got a lot of stuff percolating in here. <laughs> we'll get to that at 11.05, 11.20. I had an idea earlier this week, and now a story tells exactly why it would have been a bad idea. Wait to get the details of this. At 11.20, you're on 97.1, the ticket.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.